five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Uh, I thank you. If you've made it this far, you've made it through my first. Hopefully, you listened to the first one, but I'm thinking that's how generally how podcasts go. Listen to one, listen to it. And if you're me, you listen to all, a bunch of them. But um, I want to congratulate you for making it through my first podcast. I'm sure it was very interesting to you. Um, but I hope for this one to be a little bit better. And as I said in the first one, to kind of build off of one another. So uh, this is Three Putts Later, and I'm your host, Ryan Sylvester. And this podcast is brought to you by Toby Moon Productions. In today's episode, it's going to be all about me. I get to talk all about myself, which is terrifying (laughs) a little bit. Because generally, I'm not the type of person who who likes to talk about themselves or who um, any like accolades or thing that I, things that I've done. I've never been the one to like, oh, I've, I've done this and done this and this. I've kind of just kept it close to myself or close to like my close friends and family. Um, so this is something that I'm kind of nervous <laughs> about doing. But I felt that, you know, just like in the first episode where I felt it was important to kind of tell you guys and keep you up to date on on what the podcast was going to be about I felt that it was equally as important to know who who was talking and and try to get to know a little bit more about me um not that I'm trying to build credibility but I kind of am I kind of want you guys to think that what I say um should mean something um but I think it will mean different things to different people anyway um i'm not my intention is not to be a life coach but just kind of go through situations and um and learn i think uh, in golf you know we're always even the pros they they tend to meticulously focus on certain things and they're always trying to get better tiger woods is a perfect example of this uh, i mean the guy just doesn't stop he 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 just keeps trying to break barriers and and do different things and whether it's training or uh mentality uh he's he's been kind of a pioneer in those aspects of testing those boundaries and always keep um going so we're gonna we're gonna try and uh i'm gonna try to get through this we're gonna try to get through this together um, so I get to, like I said, on this episode, kind of talk about, um, who I am and kind of my background. Um, and, and here we go. So for, for those who already know me, hello, everyone. Um, this will be a little easier for you. Um, but please continue to listen because maybe you'll find something, uh, something out that you, you, you didn't know. Um, about me or something that you didn't already know um but for everyone else i was torn i was kind of thinking uh about how i would introduce myself for this special occasion um as i was thinking this this the thinking brought me back to internally which makes me like get still like chills and get nervous uh, maybe go back to like college and the first first day of classes uh, every semester and I would get like a pit in my stomach and this wasn't because I was nervous about like the professor or what the class was was it like an advanced class where I was nervous about oh was, <laughs> is this going to be hard am I going to be able to pass or or is this going to be a struggle no, no, no. It was, it was, it was none of that. That kind of wasn't even in my mind. It was more or less the fact that I knew going to a smaller school, being the class size that we were at, uh, that the teachers generally wanted to get to know you a little bit better, and for you to kind of get to know your classmates a little bit better. Uh, so they would conduct what they called icebreakers, and. 
I may be an anomaly talking about this, but to be fair, this is this to this day still scare, scares me. I don't know why. <laughs> Every time I think about it or talk about it, I still get those feelings back on, on the icebreakers. And um, it's kind of something, and it's so strange because I get up and, and send out outings that have two, 200 plus people. And I have no problem getting up there and, and talking. But for some strange reason, I was so nervous about talking to like 20 people. And uh, it just, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm just strange. I don't know. But getting to this is just, you know, they would sit and this is how it would go. This is kind of how it would go for me. I would, I would stress out about it all night, kind of get like not much sleep. And I would go to class. I knew where to go. Uh, maybe I knew someone in that class, which would have been fine. And honestly, that made it a little bit easier. But for the first go around where you're kind of uh, not knowing that many people at first, um, and you don't see the, the same faces over and over again, uh, I was nervous about that. Um, so you know, the teachers, you know, they'd sit you in, and it would be the first day class every semester. And they would go through and they would, uh, you know, introduce themselves but then they would open open the floor up for everyone to stand up and many of them had different they like different ways of doing it some would you would like play two truths and a lie which i was like not about um just because like it it just took too much to think about and again this is one of my my i would say issues but this is one of the things I'm trying to overcome is I like this whole episode is about me talking about myself and my background. And so you kind of had to do that in these icebreakers. So maybe I just found, maybe that's the correlate. Maybe that's the key and things that I have to talk about myself. I tend to, uh, all right, I'm, I'm getting to it. It's, it's almost there, but to get to the point of the story. So or you would have to stand up and they would say, oh, introduce yourself and tell some tell us something that you like. And I would literally count, like, how many people were in front of me. And we were going down the line. And, and sometimes I would even sit in, like, weird locations so that it would – maybe they would skip over me. So, like, if, I, if there was a couple people in front and – couple of people on the side but no one really towards the end of of the row I would sit there and hope that when it got to a point they would just jump up and and just miss me entirely it never happened though so that strategy was flawed big time because it never happened and I still thought about I, I would always try to do it in every situation and it never succeeded so any of you listening and have that same don't do what I did because you will still get called on now I'm, I'm not saying don't go to that first class because the first class is very important you kind of as much as it is introduction you kind of go over the syllabus and kind of like my first episode give you a guideline on what the course uh, is going to be about and, and and the future of the course so I'm not saying skip the first class if you have this kind of fear like I do I'm just saying to maybe go in there with a better mindset than I did. And I don't even know if that's possible. I'm trying to think if if I had thought a different way. I, I still think I, even to this day, I think if you put me in that same situation, I, I would still have the problem. So I always laugh because I would, I just we, you don't, wouldn't know what to say. And it was, it was like so many things. Like, do I talk about what I like? I like so much. So, what, how do I pick one of the favorites? And it was like, Ryan, just pick one. Like, it mattered. Like, it, 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 I don't think it really mattered. Obviously, your name matters, but what you like, you, you it, in, in that situation, it didn't matter. So, I, I don't know. For me, I, I kind of reverted back to that. Um, so, while I was thinking about in, introducing myself here, I think I would just try to keep it, keep it natural 
and kind of keep it like I would in a conversation and kind of just let it go. Um, so I think here we go. Um, my name is Ryan Sylvester. I am a PGA golf professional uh, and I work in a golf course in New Jersey. I live in New Jersey and I live with my beautiful girlfriend, Brianna, and our 14-year-old cat, uh, and his name is Marshmallow. And they, I, I make, I'm pretty sure I send both of them through the ringer. So, uh, if, if they're listening, I know <laughs> Marshmallow may not be listening, but Brianna, if you're listening, I, I'm going to, uh, formally apologize. Um, I don't even know if I have anything to apologize for, but I, I'm, I'm hard to deal with at times, but, um, so I, I live, we, we live in, in Mount Arlington, uh, it's about, you know, 20 minutes away from my mom, so it's, it's nice, uh, I get to see, see them quite a bit, and, uh, so, uh, I have my young, younger brother, he's, uh, away at college, he is in, he's at Coastal Carolina, where I went to, um, so he's going through the same program as I did, so we have a lot to talk about, and it's fun and it's exciting because we're two different people, and just to see on, see where our, our stories are going, and where they're, where they're ending up, and he's actually coming home to do an inter- in- internship at, uh, at a golf course in New Jersey, so I'm excited to really spend the summer and kind of getting a little bit more in depth with him on on his um, his thoughts on on actually working. He's worked at a golf course before, but in not in this kind of situation. Um, and and my sister, she she's like she's awesome because um, she puts herself out there, and she's into singing and and plays and. It is, it's so intimidating, but she does it with so much poise, and it's remarkable. I just can't, I, I don't think she has the same problem in icebreakers as I do. So, uh, Olivia, if, if you're listening, it, you're, you've got it. You're going to have no problem doing that. Um, but I want to say that she's, she's in, she's in high school. She's getting ready to take her major tests, uh, for college. So her SATs, ACTs. So all those things can be kind of, kind of scary. Um, but they're exciting. We're, we're, I'm super excited for her and she's actually got a, a big play coming up. Um, so I'm excited to go to that. And, um, that's kind of... I could talk about, you know, my parents and, and and them so much, but actually, I I want to actually have them on on the show and and talk and individually uh, speak with with them. So I think I'm going to hold off on the introductions of my of my parents um, to the show until I until I do that, as well as Brianna because I could go on for forever about her, and uh, in, in all the good ways and everything good and nothing bad. Um, but, and for this episode, I don't think, um, I need to go into depth. You kind of just get an overview. Family is, is very important to me. Um, so I, I, I would, I would hope that they would like to come on the show and, and then we'd have a a discussion then and get to formally introduce them and kind of talk to them. It would be, it would be kind of fun. I think we'd get a lot out of it. Um, so I kind of want to talk about what I like and what I just like before I start that I think I should actually talk about why I got into golf and because I think that's actually important because this is a podcast about about golf so I think I think I'll start off there and I'll talk about kind of my journey in golf and hopefully it doesn't bore too many of you I'll try to keep it you know the the dumbed down version I won't go too too in depth and again I don't know being who I am to really go for it. I'm, I'm trying my best and hopefully it's coming out that way. But, um, so really I started golf a little bit older than, than actually where my brother started. So, 
Um, we started two different times. We started a little bit younger than I did, and uh, I started uh, a little bit older. So I was about 14 when when I really started playing golf, and uh, it it was kind of a whirlwind because and before then I really I really didn't like golf, and that's so strange to even say. But at the time, I I really didn't. It would be on TV, and I was missing so many so many awesome things that happened in the time where I didn't like golf that I was, you know, once I started to like golf, when I look back at it, I'm like, Ryan, you, you idiot, you missed all these things. I missed the, the run of, of, of Tiger in his prime. I, I've missed the, the coming of ages of um, the, they're, I say younger golfers, but they're older now, you know, the, the Rory McIlroy's, the, the Dustin Johnson's and, I missed that wave because I, I really wasn't into golf. But actually what got me into golf was Tiger Woods. And I may get a little backlash from this because obviously I mean this in the sense of what he's done for the game of golf. And I do want to touch upon that because a lot of people, they ask me, oh, who's your favorite golfer? And I will I will say with all confidence, it is Tiger Woods. And the reason why I say that, besides his personal background and the things that he's done in his life personally there are obviously some things that I I can't condone and would never and I think that those were huge mistakes and uh he's 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 dealt with them and he's he's lived with that and that's got to be hard but for what he's done for the game of golf I have to I have to acknowledge it because it has it is what got me into golf and it actually probably started the wave of of young golfers and and i i have to kind of talk about that because um i i'm big into junior golf and and developing um the future of golf so i think that what he did in that aspect is 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 awesome and it's so it's so huge and I think you see little glimpses of it from here and there of you know the the coming of age players um that you see in tour nowadays so he he may have already started that kind of trend um but that's what did it for me so um kind of getting more in touch um with you know with golf and I found you know I like I like Tiger Woods and I started watching it and Actually, um, it's kind of funny. I don't, the dates and, and time seem to, you know, ex- escape me. But there was times in my life, I mean, not saying I'm the greatest golfer, but, you know, at the beginning, um, I took some, uh, in, you know, beginner lessons, which I quickly um, escaped out of. And my brother as well, uh, we both started in this is beginner program and then we realized you know the the instructor as well realized hey you know these kids got a kind of a knack for it uh they need to be in a little bit more um advanced role so without putting uh, my family in in the line of that because i didn't even know what i wanted to do and to pay for lessons at that age um you know was it going to be something that uh, i was really going to commit to and i didn't want to hold that um, to my family that close, but, um, the pro there, he actually kind of mentored and, and he took us aside and he, we, we were still in the beginner program, but he, he was going and reflecting on some of the, you know, more advanced things. Um, so that kind of rolled me into, um, high school golf. And I'm kind of even questioning myself if I should start from the beginning to the end, or should I start, or I should have started from, uh, where I am today to to where I started because that actually is a more in, interesting story and I think it's probably maybe better to talk about but I, I don't know so I'm already committed so we're just we're, we're gonna start from the beginning and go to the end and maybe you'll see it the flip side and kind of go back and be able to to see, okay, where I was, where I am today, to where I started, uh, but I'm gonna flip it, and we're gonna continue with where I started to where I am today. So again, so talking about high school golf, uh, 
I played all four years of high school golf. I wasn't the greatest golfer in high school. I really kind of struggled. Um, I think it was just trying to find who I was as a golfer. I think I think it's important too because I think everyone plays the game of golf so differently and you have different mentalities for golf. So in high school, it wound up being, you know, it was more of a competitive nature. And I didn't really, I didn't really have that in me um, competitively. I, believe me, I... I love sports, and that comes with the territory of competitive nature. Um, but when, it, in terms of golf, to have that competitive nature, it takes a whole lot. And I and I seriously didn't commit to it in high school as much as I thought I sh- back now thinking I should have. I what 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 I could have been maybe. Um, not that it would have been anything great, but maybe you never know. Which you, you never did it. So. Um, but I played all four years in, in, in high school, and um, it was fun. High school golf was great. You met so many people. Um, we had a good team my freshman, sophomore year. We had really good players in the upperclassmen, which kind of helped out. Um, I was fortunate enough to be part of that, and not so much part where I was playing, but so much as, as, as in the team. So that to me was really exciting. And uh, so we went through high school. Uh, I kept playing. I also played other sp- other sports, recreation, but also on the high school football team, which I didn't finish all four years. I stopped on my you know, end of my junior year going into my senior year because I knew then what I wanted to focus on, and it was kind of, you know, the light bulb went off. And... um. I, it, it, I was fortunate, I think, for me in my life. Everyone's life's different, but for me, I was fortunate in that aspect that it clicked a little bit early for me because I think if I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do going into college, I don't think I would ever f- have finished college because I wouldn't have had that central f- focus on something. So golf has always been that primary focus. Um so that kind of clicked to me my junior year uh and I wanted to commit fully to to golf as my as my full time during my senior year plus in football at that time I weighed you know 140 pounds soaking wet and you know those who know me I'm not the tallest uh I've obviously uh, put more weight on but haven't grown height wise so it wasn't just gonna. It wasn't gonna work out because it was that time and age where people were committing to working out a, a whole bunch more than I was. Uh, so I was getting injured quite a bit, and so I just felt if I wanted to continue with this golf thing, I needed to kind of tone that down. And uh, and so I committed to my senior year and then playing, um, you know, full time of golf and high school golf. Uh, I mean, it was. I look back at it, and it was so much fun. Um, just the, the people I was associated with, uh, the school being so supportive of the high school golf team. Um, maybe it's transitioned a little bit differently. I'll have to actually talk to my brother about that, but I, th- I think, I think when I was there, I was happy with, with how the high school handled, uh, the golf team. I think, um, maybe the, maybe golf gets a, you know, gets pushed to the side and and some sports do they you know it's it's unfortunate but it happens you know sometimes uh your football program or your lacrosse program or baseball they take precedent so um but we had a really strong support group for the uh for the high school golf team which was which was awesome so um with that my father he he got me exposed to competitive play in the state so in in high school you're playing just the pool of of people who play in high school but um the state competitions the new jersey uh, pga section for junior it was still junior so i think it was like seven seven eighteen eight eighteen and under seventeen and under uh but they were more competitive because it was um it was everyone it was a lot of people from all over so um, he exposed, and, and it was such a gift, uh, 
and and I really hope he's he's listening because I want to thank him for putting me in that situation because now looking back at it 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 kind of again the light bulb went off and I said competitive golf is is just not for me it doesn't mean that golf can't be a part of my life it just means that I'm I'm not going to be competitive in it. It doesn't mean that I'm not a good golfer. It doesn't mean that I can't uh, go out there and and play great. Uh, It doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. It just means that I don't have that nature in me to to be that I think that difference maker per se. It it, you know it takes a certain attitude uh, and and person to really to really succeed at competitive golf. So I really, really, really appreciated the exposure to that because even though it didn't turn out maybe the way that he wanted it to, uh, I'm sure his intention was, uh, you know, maybe he's a superstar. Sorry, Dad, I was never never going to be that superstar. But um, but I learned so much uh, from, from those experiences. So... Uh, anyone listening um that is in that similar situation uh i say go for it i say do it because it's only for your own good and maybe you'll have the same realization as as i did and i i hope that you do uh i think it's it's something uh awesome Uh, and something you know that everyone should do so if you're ever in that situation I say go for it Uh, I say don't think twice about it Uh, yeah it could be nerve-wracking it could be out of your comfort zone but just go for it and and see where it goes because uh, I'm I'm sure I'm surely thankful for for that opportunity Um, so Moving on, now that we know that I was never going to be that competitive golfer, now I came to figuring out what school I wanted to go to. And I think my decision, and I kind of put all my eggs in one basket. Uh, sorry about that, mom and dad, uh, because I think we all had our fingers crossed that it would work out. But I really didn't have a contingency plan if it didn't. Um, so now, kind of talking about it, we, we can kind of discuss it and, and go through because it, it wound up working out. But I understand um, that I probably put them through a little bit of a hard time putting all my eggs in one basket uh, in Coastal Carolina University being my go-to. And uh, the stars aligned, everyone. I was able to, to get accepted uh, to Coastal uh which i mean it couldn't have been more exciting when it happened but also on the on on the same um i got into the the pgm program so those who don't know what that is a professional golf management program uh it's a four and a half year program and it encompasses all of what golf is so you go through you know course management teaching uh business operations it kind of gives you a, a a in-depth overview of of golf and uh you go through all these awesome internships and you learn so much um and at the end of it when you graduate um you get indoctored into the um pga of america so you become a pga member uh which was a huge goal of mine uh and and i was so happy that that came came too um so but to begin with (laughs) getting in was the first step and and understanding what I wanted to do when I was in high school it's such a tough situation I think nowadays too where you're asked what you want to do for the rest of your life so early you haven't experienced everything and they tell you like oh well the, you know the first couple of years you're in college you're just going to do your prereqs and, and that's true and I think it's a great experimental tool but you kind of have to have an idea of of what you want to do and and it's so hard and it's so hard and for so many people it is it, it's challenging so I'm not trying to demean or or put anyone down who who's gone through that it's not my not my intention but um 
it, it's such a hard situation. So being put in that situation, uh, I was fortunate enough to have that light bulb go off and say, okay, well, what do I like in, in, in high school course-wise? Well, I kind of stuck with um, history really came to me. I really love history. I think we learn a lot from history. Uh, and I really liked uh, business. And, you know, going off of that, I really like golf. <laughs> so how could I pick a spot that helped in both categories? And uh, I think that's a challenge for a lot of people. And some some schools offer XYZ, but maybe they don't have the one thing you're looking for. Or it's vice versa. Um, so I think it's so hard, but, you know, in, in this case... I was I was fortunate enough to to know where I wanted to go, and and what I wanted to kind of do, and yeah, I had I had all the doubts in the world, um, and I was and I say I was sure about it, but oh, you know, are you really sure about it? You know, it's always you always think about that, but um, no. So Coastal offered the best of both worlds, and uh, it <laughs> it worked out great. So I I joined the PGM program at Coastal and and kind of it's tough to go through my college years because um, it was kind of on a routine and it was you know kind of the same old same old all the time just with different things in there I was obviously having the time of my life meeting new people um, gaining a lot of experience and and putting and being put in in life situations and learning from them as you do in college. I mean, it's they say the best four years of your life, and that's totally one hundred percent correct. So, um, but you do get put through uh, tests, and you do get put into situations where um, you know you need to to kind of think and reflect, and and you may do something, and it may not be. You may not be happy about it, but it's just learning from that. And college has that that way of doing that. And it's one of those things where you can make those mistakes. And it's, I know it sounds so bad, but it's the time to make those mistakes. Uh, because if, if you make those mistakes again in a different setting, sometimes the outcome doesn't uh, reflect and, uh, it gets a little, little nasty. Um, but it, you know, so I think college is great in that aspect. So I won't go too in depth with, with the whole college thing. I'll kind of do a brief overview on, on my golf related, uh, internships experiences and kind of where I am at today. Um, so my freshman year, uh, I had the great uh, opportunity to go intern uh, again in New Jersey uh, at Boltestral, uh, which uh, hosted you know majors and um, you know huge events. So uh, it was a very prestigious uh, opportunity, and actually I was a year early. Uh, I was there in the year before they hosted their most recent PGA championship. Um, so it was all about getting uh, that ready. Uh, I got to ride around um, with the trophy and and, and kind of experience the setup of, of, the, of the tournament. Now, it wasn't full-blown yet. Uh, obviously, they, they had some time to get there, but everything was kind of massaged out and kind of laid out so they they already knew what was going on it's typically how these things work uh they're put together years in advance so you kind of know you know you kind of have all that time to prepare so everything's pretty much set in stone done in the first couple years so the last couple years prior to the event uh you kind of just anticipation of of it actually coming so it was awesome i you know but what I found there was through these internships, you have to be, um, you have to be on your toes. And it was crazy how I even got the job. And I actually, 
had some help in that aspect. But my first day, I was thinking they were going to kind of show me around and go through like an acclimation period. And, and I had worked not in golf ever until this point. I had worked various jobs in, in high school, uh, but nothing golf-related. So they were all customer service-based. So I was able to use those skills. But golf-related, this was all new to me. So I had thought, silly me, that they were going to kind of show me uh, around and show me what's what and kind of where things are at. And that's not what happened. <laughs> Not to scare anyone. I think it was just a situation or maybe it was me. But um, I came in. They handed me my uniform. They said, go get changed. Uh, I changed. And I walked out and I looked at what was my boss. And he looked at me. And no words were exchanged. And I started getting nervous. And then he just walked away. Like, didn't say, oh, go shadow John over there or go shadow Jimmy. It was, he just walked away. And not to, it, it wasn't, I don't think it was his intention. I think he actually, it actually made a ton of sense. And um, I kind of just got thrown to the wolves. And I had to navigate those waters. And it, it was petrifying. I was, it was just, the most nervous I think I've ever been in my life. Probably had more nervous times, but it was one of many <laughs> nervous interactions that I've had. Um, but I made it work, and I had a blast. I took what I could out of it, and I, I, my intention in anything that I do is to do it 110%, put all effort out there, and see where it goes. Um so the following year, go through college again and um, blah, blah, blah. I've pinned down an internship, and I'm pretty sure uh, I scared the crap out of my parents when I decided I was going to stay not in New Jersey, but go to Maryland and live with two members that, worked, uh, that were members at the course I was going to work at. Uh, this was coordinated and orchestrated through, obviously, the head golf professional, which it was totally safe. There was no issues. Um, but as a parent, I think, obviously, you worry. So uh, I don't even think they knew where I lived. I, tr- I gave them addresses and, and this and that. But in, in full honesty, I don't think they actually knew. But uh, it, was, it was something I, I, it just came about. It was a great opportunity for me. Uh, it was a private club in Maryland. And uh, I got to, uh, I got to, I actually learned mm, so much there because um, it was so small. You're hands on with pretty much everything, uh, which is a little bit more than what the first internship was. So, with that said, it was, um, it was, it was a crazy time. I, I, it was nuts. I was actually traveling. I probably put, so many miles on my car and how many dollars spent on easy pass going coming home and coming back down to maryland i would do you know all the time i would come do extended uh weekends um if i had multiple they would give me sometimes back-to-back days so i'd leave you know that night have two two days or maybe three days then drive back down and and get back to work um so Gosh, I put tons of miles on, on the roads going back and forth. Um, but again, I'll attest to anyone kind of going through this uh, PGM program and the internships is don't be scared to do those things. Uh, I know my parents, they obviously weren't 100% thrilled, but they never made it seem that way. And I think I have to, I owe them a huge thank you for that as well. So mom and mom and dad, when and basically my whole family, when, when, when you hear this, um, again, thank you for, for supporting me in, in this decision. Uh, because to me, uh, it was, it was a learning experience and I had to 
mature it, it was kind of a mature maturity thing <laughs> I'm trying to spit it out right uh I had to experience it and I think it was for the better it wasn't the most ideal situation and I'm sure obviously they would have liked me home and I probably would have liked to be home in my own bed but I I had a great setup where I was and it was it was awesome I actually got to play so much because I would I'd work and then I would go play and then I'll go because I had nothing to go back to I was going back to like Netflix or or FIFA because you know I wasn't really close to the guys they tried to include me on things but they had their own lives and they had their own things and for me they were just housing me so they made me feel comfortable and at 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 home um but my my intention was never to get you know not like oh I need to leave work so I can go home it was I I spent a lot of time at the course uh, a little bit extra which added to the full experience um so that was a great opportunity and then come my junior year going into my third uh, internship I was able to pin down an awesome spot in South Carolina and and this spot hits kind of home for me Um, this place is so close to my heart and I I I th- always I think about it so much, um, which is scary, but I do. And and anyone who's listening from who work at at this course, um, and I'll I'll name it in a second. Um, you're at a, you're a great spot, and you, I've learned so much from from you. And you, I mean, I'm I'm, so, I'm speechless. I can't believe it. it has a good an awesome place in my heart. Uh, and and without further ado, this golf course is uh, it's it's called the Reserve Club, and it's uh, it's in Pauly's Island, and uh, gosh, it's such a cool spot uh, with great people, the best people, um, they're world class. So I I can't speak more highly of 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 a course. So uh, now I'm getting starstruck. So. <laughs> I'll get to it. Uh, I was able to secure an internship there, and I rolled that into kind of um, staying down for the um, down south for the summer. So again, I I was ho- away from home, but I was I was in in South Carolina, and I stayed with that job until I basically gra- or left college to go um, work where I currently work now. So. Um, I worked there for a little over a year and it was awesome. I think it was a great experience and I made so many great connections, connections there personally and, and career wise, um, that when, when I told them that I was going to be, uh, taking another opportunity in New Jersey because it just, it, it fit, um, with going home and starting a new at home. And through this whole process, I will, I, I, and to be to be totally fair, I'm gonna have my girlfriend Brianna come on the show, and we'll kind of talk about our both of our experiences. But this these kind of go they're parallel to each other. Our our relationship and our and our experiences through through our internships. We both both had so many, um, and through college, and we had to kind of work through that. So as I'm saying, you know, all these internships, I wasn't always able to see her which were, was another huge obstacle um and 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 we're at we're such better people for it <laughs> no which is we just are and i but i just want to connect those two dots so um we did get to spend uh a huge amount of time when she did transfer to coastal carolina um so I'm, but i'm gonna leave that for future episodes um, but I would do want to kind of, so, you know, so no one's asking, what about, what about Brianna? Where'd she fit in this storyline? No, no, she, she, she's a huge part of it. And to be fair, um, to her, I don't, you know, her transferring to Coastal probably got me through the hardest times in my life or moments where I thought or doubted myself, uh, she was there and I hope this is a mutual thing. Well, I guess we'll find out when I have her on the show. 
but um, we wanted uh, she helped me th- so much through those times um, so I will I will leave you all with that and we'll, we'll get back to it it's a huge part of my life and, it's, and again it's my golf journey and and she's a huge part of it and my whole family is a huge part of it because everyone who who, who knows this industry uh, you you know the the, the wear and tear on a family i mean most of our times are on the weekends and on holidays so we miss those those moments and i think um you need to have a strong support group and i i definitely have that and um i wouldn't be able to do what i do uh without without them so um again i have to i have to thank them um so getting back back to the golf back to golf um I was there for about a year and a half, and then I took an opportunity to work at the course I do now. Um, I've been, it's going to be my fourth season at, at this club, and um, I've grown, I think, as a person, as a professional uh, at, this, at this golf course, and um, I've been put through unique situations. Um, and when you guys find out where I work, I think you'll you'll understand those unique situations. Um, and I know I'm not putting I'm not putting dates or times or, or even my age. It's because I I didn't really keep track, and I could if I thought about it, how old I was, what time of year, this and that. But for you guys, I don't know if it's if it's that important. You kind of just I'm just trying to graze over kind of my background in golf. And um, so I think, I think in that aspect, you know, dates and times and ages um, are less important in this juncture. Uh, as we get forward, I hope to add <laughs> to that. Um, but really, I was able to um, secure a spot uh, for an internship and roll that into a full, full career. Um, at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, and uh, it's my home away from home. <laughs> I spend a lot of time there. Um, great people. Uh, awesome, awesome management. Uh, it's 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 a beautiful place. Um, again, I, I I speak so highly of the Reserve Club, but I also speak so highly of of the course I work at now, Trump National. Um, I, I guess I am a little biased to, to be honest, but, um, I get to drive and the drive up, it's, it's a mile road off of, off of Lamington, you go through the front gate from front gate to the clubhouse or the pro shop. It, it's about a mile and it's beautiful. And every day, whether it's, you know, six thirty in the morning or at, you know, nine, ten o'clock at night it's beautiful and and i and i always i always go back to that as much as you know every job is difficult and um you know when you have those uh moments uh you know of, of adversity or or thoughts of oh you know you never want to have those thoughts of oh i got to go to work that drive and the 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 course alone puts me in in a better mindset and I think that's so unique for a place. And maybe it's just me, but I think it is a, it's, it's a totally unique opportunity uh, for a club to have that kind of effect on people. So I hope, I hope the members feel that way too. Um, but it's kind of cool being an employee and thinking of your workplace in that, in that, in that aspect. Um, so yeah, so now the hat's out of the bag. Uh, I work at Trump National um, in Bedminster. So um, obviously now you can kind of connect the points of the uniqueness um, with our with our current president. So um, I'm not going to dive too deep into it now. Uh, yeah, this is my golf background. And uh, I don't consider that to be so much so. I think it just adds to stories that I will tell later on. Um, but for right now, I think we're going to hold off. And like I said, I'll just talk about the course because that's the reason why um, I wanted to go there to begin with before 
before everything. So, um, and that's where I am today. Um, I'm 25, and my golf experience is relatively little to, I guess, because I'm only 25, so it's not much. Uh, I was able to, again, transition that internship into a full-time job, and that's where I currently work. Um, And it's awesome. I guess I'm going into my, my fourth season and uh getting ready for this for this uh this new season a lot of anticipation and and work and and we're i think we're all excited i know i am i'm not going to speak for everyone else but i am and uh and yeah so that's that's my little background in golf uh any questions again please you know let me know i'm open for any any suggestions if if you've you won't have something to say, please say it. I, I, whether it's good or bad, I don't mind. Um, and you can do so. Obviously, I want you to follow on here, wherever you may be listening, but also on Instagram at three putts later pod and, uh, and leave your suggestions there and, and, and let me know and give us a follow. So again, I want to thank everyone uh, for listening to, to this episode. Kind of uh, highlighting my, uh, my background in golf and, and, and where I am today. And, uh, I think this was, uh, this was, this was fun. Again, I, 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 in the beginning of the episode, I think, um, I said I was going to have a hard time because I don't really like to talk about myself. And maybe that reflected, cause I didn't really, I mean, I talked about golf and my experiences in golf and where it led me but I didn't talk so much about me and but I I know I know through many many episodes you will you will get more in depth on 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 Ryan Sylvester and I think that's what I I want that to be true I want that to happen um so I'm sorry if you if if you guys didn't get that out of out of this episode but at least you know kind of my story in golf and and where it's where it's taken me uh currently till today uh so again thank you all for listening give us a follow uh follow the show follow us on instagram um keep up to date with with uh new episodes again leave your comments and suggestions i i love all the feedback and uh and look out for uh ways that you can ask uh, me questions I'll probably post something or, or give you that kind of uh, ability to do that so I can do a little bit of a of a Q&A uh, in in the near future um, so everyone this is this is three putts later and uh, this is your host Ryan Sylvester this podcast is brought to you by Toby Moon Productions and uh, we will talk very soon so uh, everyone have a good rest of your day day or night or whatever or whenever you may be listening to this and we will talk soon see you all later bye